Hey, everybody. Absolutely fantastic episode of The Morning Show today. We talk about the recent Yuga Labs announcements and what effect they could have on the NFT market. We also talk about this Santa rally that we're undergoing right now, a broader kind of sector-wide rally being led by Pudgy Penguins, but mutant hound collars have been pumping. The entire Board Ape Yacht Club ecosystem has been pumping, and there's been a few other isolated wins for NFT traders. You know, we also talk about what 2020 could lead to in terms of trends that are out there, what people should be looking out for in 2023 when it comes to NFTs and everything in between. Uh, today's show is sponsored by Takapi. So they've sponsored us before. We're really excited to have them back. And we are uh, you know, discussing their crypto stamp art collection with Art by Primal Cypher. So if you're interested, check out Takapi.com. That's T-O-K-A-P-I.com. Hope you enjoy the show. Good morning. Or, uh, why have P- P.O.'s over here acting ridiculous on camera? Uh, I hope your morning is going phenomenally well. I'm switching my audio so we don't have feedback, which was something I was getting uh, comments on yesterday. I hope your morning's going phenomenally well compared to mine. Hey, P.O., do you have the audio coming through your phone? Because I'm listening to it right now. Um, so then it must be Kicks or someone else. But anyways, I'm getting feedback. Yo, there's feedback in my mic. Mike, check. Hey, can you turn the bass up? Okay, I guess, I don't know. No one's got, the, whatever. Um, welcome to the show. Good morning. Uh, P.O.'s absolutely silent on this morning's introduction here, but don't worry. He'll, he'll eventually start talking because I'm going to be disappearing at some point throughout this show. Uh, I spent the beginning of my night sleeping on my bathroom floor, so that was a pretty exciting start to my evening. And uh, we're back today. Talking about the biggest news uh, from yesterday was that I bought a pudgy penguin. Everyone's talking about it. Uh, a lot of people are discussing how there's a good chance that I end up selling it. Um, everyone in the market is discussing it. It's a, there's a surprising amount of feedback that I'm getting right now, by the way. Um, so I don't know who that's from. But um, regard, yeah, it's from you, Pia. It turned out to be you. So... Uh, At least it wasn't me. Yeah, I mean, when when you bought, I'm not going to lie, I was a little worried for a sec. I was like, this, because I can tell when NFT Nick is making a, like a genius level, uh, just like this is the right price to get it trade. And then like, uh, I'm feeling a little bit of FOMO. So I want to jump in on this. So like when he bought the CryptoPunk at 50 grand or, you know, when the floor was at 50 grand, he bought his a little bit more. I was like, this is genius level Nick. When he went and bought the Pudgy yesterday, I was like, I think he's a little bit on like the FOMO side of the equation here. Uh, when you bought, went down a little bit, but then rallied back up. I think we're going to consolidate in this range. You know, like nothing moves straight up in this market. It went from it went from three to four now to like six to seven. It's probably going to kick in this range for a little bit, form a new base if we want to move up again. Uh, but welcome to the pudgy crowd, uh, or crew rather. Uh, do you think you'll rock it as a profile pick ever? Take it out for a test drive? No, not at all. And there's a good chance I end up selling it for a loss uh, at some point in the next couple of days. We'll wait for ETH to drop a little bit more before I start getting pissed off. Take a few thousand dollar loss and then... Uh, Tax loss harvesting. You know, you bought it with that in mind. That was literally... I, I knew that that was... I, I've been buying some things recently being like, yeah, this will be a loss. Like this is this is this is good. Uh, this will sometimes be a- you need to do that to get like you know the engine going. You know, like when Michael Jordan went back to basketball, I don't think he just won ten games in a row. You know what I mean? He'd been swinging a baseball bat for two years. 
Well, he, he ended up not winning pretty much at all. It was a disaster because he went back to the Wizards. So that was... Uh, what an idiot. That, that was, he went back to the Bulls. Whoa, first. your audio is so bad, uh, Pia. I don't know what's going on there. Um, it's okay. There's always got to be one person with bad audio. And since I've gotten my audio together, Pio's putting that on his back. I appreciate it. Very excited to talk that? today, Nick. There's, uh, there's uh, a lot of bullish excitement in the space. Volume looked pretty good yesterday. Um, lots to talk about. Lots well, of projects pumping. Before we do that, we should shout out some of the people who are in the audience who look like winners. And we, we determine that based on uh, visually what they look like. Um, so if you have your real photo up, actually, we've been getting a lot of people with real photos of themselves recently. Uh, we got uh, Lord Six Star, also known as Chad's Banger. Uh, he's a Renaissance man. Degen Melting Hash, uh, whatever that means, collecting NFTs, and a hunter gatherer slash bard. I don't know what that means. But shout out to him. And uh, I also see here Ricky A. Lopez, a Web 2 exec, but with eyes on Web 3. You know, that's like that meme with the, the hot girl when the guy's walking by. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Everybody knows that one. You're like looking back, yearning for something better. We got John Thomas. Uh, he is repping his own picture on a surfboard. And so that's a pretty cool thing to be doing. It's just him on a surfboard. Not sure how you got this picture because it's, uh, it's like an action shot. And it says electrician. It says that he's a kook surfing and he enjoys fitness and real food. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've never uh, you know, been to Southern California or hung out with Southern California surf culture, the word kook, K-O-O-K, implies someone that probably doesn't belong on the beach. They're wearing shoes on the beach. They're doing strange things out there in the waves that are not normal for those that are normal participants in surf culture. So I, I'm assuming John is an experienced surfer since he's dropping uh, the kook term. Uh, I saw some other, uh, I, I have a friend whose project was, uh, had kooks in the name and it was a surf project. So there you go. That's validation of Pio's um, statement. There's also Who Flung Poo, uh, building to blend Web3 and automotive life. Great username there. I love that, there. dude. Classy guy. I did, love did, let, me know when you're, uh, let, let me know when I can invest in your st uh, seed round, poopy. <laughs> We got, we got Sean Funfar, who uh, is also repping his own picture. Looks like he's going in the mountains and doing all sorts of really cool athletic stuff. It's his health, fitness, athlete enthusiast exploring the Web 2.5 to 5.0 landscape. So you all are trying to figure out Web 3. He's on to Web 4 and Web 5. Very impressive stuff, Sean. It says that he's studying self-custody of IP, NFTs, and all of the intertwining ideas. Well, that's the kind of guy I want to surround myself with. It sounds like he's doing some 4D chess level stuff while everyone else is out here playing checkers or tic-tac-toe. Uh, we got Rexy, Rexy underscore 7, She's into NFTs. She's a digital marker uh, marketer. She's into uh, fitness, uh, which includes rainbows, butterflies, plants, and sunflowers. She's a uh, member of the 333 Club and a collab council for Zen Academy. Very impressive. 
Very impressive working for Zeneca. Uh, and one well, last wait, one. What do you mean working for? I think that just means she's on the uh, council, like in the Discord sort of thing. I don't think that's like a, an employee. I mean, she. it said in her bio after that that she's responsible for getting his coffee every day. So that sounds like an employee. Oh, got it. Okay. J- just kidding, Nick. Um, and then Alejandro Reyes said, starting a new series this year. Alejandro, I'm going to call you out on that. That sounds like a New Year's resolution. Uh, I- I'm going to say that you should get started on that series today, December 29th, before January 1st. But shout out to yeah, Alejandro. Yeah, I got I got started on a new series last night, and it was uh, Jack Ryan season two. The uh, arch nemesis is President Reyes from Venezuela. Well, that's that's some interesting knowledge. I wonder if there's a correlation there. Uh, I see. Yeah, some, if you're paying attention, the guy's name was Reyes. Th- this, uh, I-, I understand. I'm just wondering if there was some deeper ties there. There is. Okay. He's, a, he's okay. probably related. Uh, I also want to shout out. I see in the audience Paris Hilton. Uh, she says, click the link below for exclusive content. Paris Hilton, if you haven't heard of her, is a uh, international superstar. So I see her down there. Shout out to Paris. Big fan. Thanks for listening. I heard you're one of our biggest fans. Um, anybody? Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm also seeing here. Hold on one sec. Have you heard of P.O.? Have you heard of this person? Name is Kim Kardashian. Is that? Is yeah, it, I've heard of that person. Yeah. Oh, Maybe I got the name wrong. Is it Kardashian? Something like that. Uh, she runs a I business. Think it's like Cornishian, like the small pickles. Interesting. Wow. She has 74 million followers on Twitter. Also a big listener of our show. Uh, she seems to have a couple of business here. Skims, Skin, and Sky. Uh, there, you can determine a pattern, and it looks like she has a lovely family. Wow. Well, that's great. She has that a great fantastic. Christmas photo at the top of her profile. What a lovely great- divorced family. Wow. Kim, we'd love to have you on someday. It sounds like you're a popular person. Never heard of you before, but thanks for listening to our show. Christmases for the first time this year. I remember that. Um, I also see uh, Newman.eth, not from the Seinfeld episode, uh, Erect Guy, DGENS, Creep, Sappy Seal, Zen Academy, 4NFT, Rug Radio, Nifty Portal. Uh, Wait, now the profile just switched to OSF and Mando Maxi. Well, (laughs) <laughs> it was cooler before when you had Nifty Portal in there. <laughs> um, Nick, why don't we why don't we jump into the weather, especially yeah. after that audience member flipped what? to us on that bio? Let's let's keep um, no, let's keep reading every single bio. That's the whole point of the show, Pia. We're gonna we're just gonna discuss that for like twenty minutes. Um, p- you know, people seem to like it, so we're gonna go through every single person. Wilbert, he's requesting to speak. Never heard of him before. He's a handsome, minding own my business. <laughs> minding my, you spelled it wrong there, dude. He said, handsome, minding own my business. <laughs> no, so look, he's got a handsome mind and he owns his own business, Nick. What's so hard to understand about that? Shout out to Wilbert. Uh, maybe that, yeah, maybe that's what the situation is. Yeah, we can dive into some of the news for today. Who's doing the uh, weather? I believe it's Kix's day for the weather, correct, Kix? You got it, Coach. What's up, Easy? Morning. Hey, Sunshine. Looking great. How you living? You know, feeling good, looking good. Here's here's a Talk quick rule of thumb for y'all. Um, just wanted Easy, P.O., 
uh, to know. Your phone should be nowhere near you. If there's audio coming back from it, move the phone wherever it is to some other area so we don't have feedback. That's just some insight. We're testing out new audio like, systems here. And I just wanted I to know that. I 10 feet away and I put a jacket on top of it. There you we go. That See, that's the type of preparation that I'm looking for. Or you can put it, if you're like me, you have a drawer next to your desk, uh, which is more preparation. I was also prepared last night sleeping on the floor of my bathroom, So, but we won't keep discussing that. Uh, let's d- dive into the weather report. Kicks or signal? Who was it? Slow fade in. Today's Thursday, December 29th. Open sea volume coming in at $12.1 million. Blur, $20.3 million. Leaders, Apes, 81. Mutant, 17. Punk, 65.5. Moonbird, 7.9. Doodles, 6.9. Clonex, 6.2. We're going to have to add Pudgies into the rankings, 6.5. Inazuki, 13.75. Over the past 24 hours, Apes leading OpenSea ranks after Yuga tweeted the next phase of trial via the great dog prophet, Gary. Upon news, upon the news, Apes and dogs surged in volume with dogs edging up towards Ken Heath settling at 8.70 this morning. I'm getting fucking rich again, baby! Speculation increased across all BAYC-related projects, including Mutant Hounds, Jenkins, The Valet, Board and Dangerous Books, and Applied Primate Keys, even though they have nothing to do with Ugolabs. Jenkins, The Vault, announced a partnership with Applied Primate. Oh, they're marrying each other, which set the collection up by 3x to 0.35 floor. And the key cards more than doubled up at 1.484. So if your project's not doing well, just collab with another project and both of your floors will pump by 2x. Lastly, Grail Season 3 has started with the first Grail reveal. This season, there are 20 artists, 20 pieces of art made up of editions and series. Editions are single artworks limited at a maximum of a supply of 50. And series are a curated selection of artworks by a single artist. Grail's three mint passes will be airdropped to proof collective NFT holders. Seeing a lot of positive price action across the NFT space. You didn't get a Santa rally anywhere else, but you got it in NFT land. So ho, ho, ho. Crypto, 16.5K. ETH just below 1,200. Solana continues to shit the bet as SBF has to cover his bail at 9.5. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> wow, that was a dazzling finish to the weather report. Some other updates, ladies and gentlemen, from the Nifty Daily Digest, which is the daily newsletter published seven days a week, five days with stories written by the one and only Signal about the NFT space. You can subscribe at the nifty.com. You're not That's doing uh, instrumental music. And- I'll do it. Okay, that, I'd love it. Uh, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y dot com. After four weeks of inactivity, Alameda Wallet became active on December 28th and funneled over $1.7 million via crypto mixers. Wow, the story continues. Who knows what that's about when we find SBF out. SBF get off bail. That's insane. Well, we'll find out. Who knows what that's about? We, there's no way we'll figure it out. There's no way it was SBF, right? Long ass. 
We're going to have to figure it out. Um, Yo, Yuga Labs co-founder, Gordon Goddard, congratulated the three new Board Ape Yacht Club holders elected to join the ApeCoin Special Council, Vera the Ape, NFT Jerry, and Board Ape G. They got millions of uh, ApeCoin worth of votes. I saw the published results. Congratulations to the three that were elected. Uh, Nick, did you run in that election? No, I didn't. You know, it's actually been a disappointing sort of experience for me on the board Ape side because I, you know, as kind of the premier leader and advocate of the board Ape Yacht Club, um, it's it's been difficult out there not being receiving recognition on a regular basis for that. Uh, now people view me as my punk, and they 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 don't think of me as the ape leader that I am, and that's that's just mm. it's been a major frustration in my life, Pia. So thanks for bringing that up. Okay. Well, uh, I hope you win the next election, buddy. Uh, artist and creator Lucrace tweeted that he's actually in talks with Manchester United after the football club replicated the artist's distinct style on their Tezos PFP collection. So reminder, ladies and gentlemen, the popular soccer club Manchester United dropped a massive NFT collection, the biggest one ever on Tezos, and basically ripped off this artist's artwork and OSF called them out, other people called them out. Sounds like they're in communication, so maybe they will make things right. Turning lemon but, into lemonades. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, last but not least, China is launching its first state-backed NFT marketplace on January 1st using a proprietary blockchain. The marketplace is going to trade digital property, copyrights, and collectibles. So China getting into uh, the NFT space, pretty wild stuff. Uh, other than that, yeah, go ahead, Nick. I hear the site also ins installs spyware on your computer, which is pretty exciting so that China can track all of your activity moving forward. I want yeah. number one. I mean, it could happen. Uh, you know, in other news, other stories, Yuga Labs, of course, has released the prophecy, uh, which is basically that the latest media that has been unveiled by Yuga Labs introduces the great dog prophet, Gary. Gotta love these character names, Jimmy, Gary. Very, very normal names for these characters who explains that fragments will need to be collected as part of the next steps for the trial of Jimmy the Monkey. Gary also states that a cosmic battle is among us, upon us, and that everything starts with the key, assuming that's in reference to the key that was in the monkey's behind in that, that uh, polarizing promo video. Our very own Ben Jammin believes that the cosmic battle is going to be between Mecca dogs and mecha apes nick were you trying to say something well i got something once you're done uh on the wreck guy front uh you know they've been osf and mando over there with the wreck guy have been catching some decent steam osf has announced that he's bought back 260 wreck guy nfts in part because he sees it as a hedge against zero royalties the wreck guy floor price is up approximately 150% in the last 30 days. At this point, OSF has bought back almost 3% of the wreck guy supply. And last but not least, there was a claim that Sam Bankman Fried was going to enter a plea deal next week, but that has been questioned by uh, crypto journalists out there. Yesterday, I guess, SBF has actually met with Tiffany Fong, who has been covering the FTX uh, story as it has uh, unwound. 
And uh, basically, it, it sounds like there's some kind of drama and speculation around what's really going to happen with SBF. Very last story is that MicroStrategy, my favorite company, according to Nick, Michael, Michael Saylor's business, has essentially reset their cost basis. They sold some Bitcoin and then they bought more before the end of the year. So they've increased their position in Bitcoin. They added 2,500 BTC for $41 million to its reserves uh, after posting a loss, uh, you know, basically just resetting cost basis because the wash rule does not apply to crypto trading. Those are all your updates. Uh, back over to you, Nick. Uh, well, I appreciate that, Pio. That was a long newsletter today. Jeez, there was a lot of information in there. Um, I did the newsletter and I did our, our research doc. Oh, I got it. I should have mentioned that I was diving into the research doc. Pio just spoke for like 15 minutes straight. Thanks for that. How do I get that gig? You know, I like hearing myself Do it speak. without the need for a gig, my friend. Okay. Just, so, just rant. Uh, well, we have a breaking news story here. Breaking news. Yesterday was our biggest newsletter subscription day ever. Ooh. Uh uh, a lot of people in the NFT market have been wondering why that a newsletter is growing so quickly and is probably is rapidly approaching uh, the title of the premier NFT uh, and Web three newsletter. And the reason is is because we're giving out a POAP, you know, and apparently people like those things. So uh, <laughs> we're giving it out tomorrow. I'm going to give out another portal tomorrow as well. So you got like two things that uh, you can get the the uh, POAP, just for a quick heads up, initially for now, you have to claim it after uh, the email goes out. You're going to have like an hour um, in order to claim. But uh, separately, uh, what you'll moving forward, there's going to be a way that we start just automatically uh, airdropping uh, those POAPs to you. But there, it's a few weeks before that happens. We're building some advanced technology over here. I wish I was joking. But we're actually building some pretty cool shit uh, that integrates into this uh, newsletter. So if you're not on it and you're not getting, you, I mean, if you're not interested in free NFTs or the latest uh, news in the space that you can digest in under five minutes, well, don't sign up. But if you are interested in that, head over to the nifty.com. I'm going to be giving away an NFT tomorrow. And I got a lot of feedback from people. They were like, damn, dude, uh, I had to re sign up. So a, a lot of people realized when I said, hey, if you sign up, uh, uh, if you sign up for the newsletter in the net, like it, in the, over the past 36 hours, uh, I would, um, you'd be included for the, uh, drawing. That was the beginning of the week. People seem pissed off about that. Uh, especially those that have been loyal subscribers for a long time. And, uh, so I'm giving one, uh, from all of the subscribers that said, uh, here's a quick thing. Yesterday, a bunch of people unsubscribed and then signed, signed back up. That doesn't fix the problem. I'm just letting you know it doesn't resolve the issue. If you sign up with another email address, though, hint, uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, uh, it will work. It just doesn't work with uh, Yahoo and AOL email addresses right now. So if you, get, if you use Yahoo or AOL, ain't working. Anyways, enough about the newsletter. The thing I was going to mention was, uh, did you see uh, the, the announcement from Yuga, Pio? Like, did you look into it? Uh, so you, not here, you should pull up this link. Sure. Um, and I, I wanted to just read through this real quick because I didn't see it last night because, I, like I said, I was curled up in a ball. And I'm about to go back to being curled up in a ball very soon. Uh, get excited about that. Um, here's what it says. For those that were not paying attention, there's a dog, the great dog prophet, that says, 
Hello there. Come closer. Do not be afraid. I am the great dog prophet, Gary. I take it you've come to hear Gary's prophecy. And basically what's there is the box that was used in the original video. Uh, you just go over. I posted the website internally here for, for you, Pia. Um, if you uh, go on, he says, listen carefully, bucko. Usually the way this uh, starts is with a boom. And in that mo moment, things get weird. The bond between space and time gets all fucky. Not funky. They went with fucky. I thought that that was interesting. They say a portal opens. Now, I don't want to say that they have a partnership with Nifty Portal, but like, I mean, is there anything more obvious than them using the word portal? Like, I can't say that there's a partnership there. I'm just saying like, how do you not own our NFT after just seeing that word every time you see it? Uh, a portal opens and shards appear, fragments to be collected. The, uh, you need to traverse the underworld in search of them, it's super nasty, to be honest. That's because there's clearly like poop in there. It's a sewage system. They are some kind of power source. And then he says, by the way, a cosmic battle is upon us. These are just like clues that are going to go into the minting experience. Um, I forgot to mention that I'm super high right now, the dog says. And uh, you say, go on. It says, so am I. Everything starts. Thank you for that. Everything starts with the key. You got to go get it. Go get it for Gary, baby. And uh, to be honest, the key may have poop on it. I was not expecting Jimmy to create the portal with explosive diarrhea. I don't know, man. Go get the key. So that's what's going on there. I'm not, I'm not so sure about uh, this, but that, that's, that's what we learned. So what do you guys uh, take away from that other than the fact that it's great to see the floor price pumping, but it's pumping in the face of crypto just dumping. Soul is at 9.4. Uh, ETH is at um, 1,200. Um, so, yeah. The Soul dump is a real dump, but the like the ETH dump is just like some volatility. Excuse me, some volatility. I don't know. I mean, we're going to see what... I mean, it's another NFT, right? So we're going to have to see how all this stuff plays together. I mean, Nick, are you are you like are you going to sell this NFT when you get it, or you're going to get a couple, right? Because you have a mutant, you have an ape, you have a dog. So you're gonna we don't know exactly what he gets yet because it could just be a higher tier. Thanks. Like, that's the thing. There's three. There's three or four tiers. Okay, a bunch of f uh, fud here coming from Easy. Um, it's not fud. I'm just saying you might just get a way more valuable asset, a singular one, instead of multiple lesser valued assets. If I don't start the year with a greater than fifty thousand dollar airdrop. Or is this really the NFT space? Are you bidding on Blur, though, is the question. What do you mean? For what? If you're not. The airdrop. But, but what do you mean bidding on Blur for the airdrop? Like putting in bids on Blur to That's farm That's how you get airdrop. a $50,000 airdrop. You just fire off bids on Blur. I see. Yeah. Well, I don't want to compete with Spencer, who's uh, no. aggressively doing that. I feel like I have no chance. That guy's spending... His, his job is literally his to job. trade NFTs. And uh, that's not my job. So instead, my job is to buy overpriced NFTs and watch <laughs> and then, them and watch then, them sink in price, and then sell is that those. What led to you laying on the bathroom floor was your Pico top buy on penguins. Just really got to you. No, <laughs> it, it actually has to do with the fact that I I think I have a stomach flu. But uh, oh. 
It, it is true, though, that Spencer's job is to actually buy NFTs and do meticulous research to make sure his buys are on point. Nick's job is to actually buy the top of NFTs as long as he talks about it on his content and, and makes tweets about it, videos about it, and talks about it on the show. I do like that the show uh, is structured that way. Um, look, ladies and gentlemen in the audience, Let's. Uh, why don't you go ahead and click on the bottom right comment. We're going to read out some of the comments as they come in and call you guys out by name. How much do you think the floor value of the Board Ape Yacht Club claim is actually going to be? Put it in the comments. You can put it in ETH. You can put it in US dollar terms. This is the, the first like quote-unquote airdrop in a while that we've seen in the NFT space. Coming in the same month that Blur is going to give us an airdrop, so uh, I think a lot of people are expecting a decent amount of money, but post what you think the floor value of this airdrop is easy. Do you have any thoughts on what the floor value is going to be the cheapest asset in the Yuga NFT ecosystem, whatever this asset is. So, okay. So it'll be under well, Francis other- five ETH. So I don't know. I think it's going to be less than other sideland personally, which sounds crazy because one, we don't know supply of this Two, If it is anything close to like 10 K, and it's you have to actually use the other side to claim these fragments. That's where now I'm like, okay, this could cause a pump in the other side if it's actually like solid to use and doesn't implode. And then the other side of it is like it's just an additional asset. So if you're collecting fragments, theoretically, are these fragments NFTs? Is there going to be more than 10k? There's a lot of speculation I have um, that goes into this. And like for me, I honestly I think this will be the cheapest asset in the Yuga ecosystem. Okay. Damn. I, I like kick. I like Granulations bet. I, I like five ETH. I like it coming in around five ETH, four or five ETH. Thirty K supply would be my guess. That high? Yo, what thirty K supply? Oh, dude. Yeah, because twenty K mutants get a mint it. Ten K board apes, so maybe thirty K supply. Four or five ETH doesn't sound too crazy. But then you got to look at the dog supply, like nine K, at nine ETH, and like that feels. Yeah, yeah that's true. I guess it depends on how cool it is. I guess anywhere. Yeah, so friendly it says 30K. So, okay. So, yeah, I, I, dude, I think these are like one. Damn. We'll have to see. I mean, there's 100K other deeds and it's holding a 1.5 ETH floor or whatever it's at now, 1.4. We'll have to see. We got Chris, uh, which is M I A D E K dot ETH. He said 40% of the value of dogs. I think that that's a pretty good bet. Um, not seeing a ton of other responses. So de- uh, someone said Primal Key said six point nine ETH. I don't know if that's uh, I don't know if that's going to be accurate right now. Um, Co- Camila Nogueira, talented artist, said maybe one ETH because it's part of a bigger lore. They still have to do something with the land. So much supply mm. there, and they keep minting. Sounds crazy to me. So I like Fran's comment. One in a few months, five off the bat, though. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Like if you were yeah, first up the like gate, the, you'll get yeah, five. Exactly. I'm talking dust settles. Like I'm talking my other side type of projection on this. Where okay. I said it was going to go sub one. I think this settles pretty like surprisingly cheaper than most people realize. Okay, and I wanted to shout out uh, real quick. But, well, I just wanted to throw to Bunny. He's been patiently waiting with his hand raised. Bunny, it says that you're over invested in cartoon animal artwork by a lot. Are, are you sub- by a lot? Okay, are you? Are but, you- but I think Easy's way off here, man. This is a power source, dude, for board apes. This is a fucking power source, man. Dude. Gary made it pretty clear that this is going to be important. Uh, this is the I, same I guy bag holding point zero zero one degen mints that he thought we're going to go to half an. I eight. sold most of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
was, that was intentional tax loss harvesting. He's just looking Ooh, to reduce big the brain, big brain. gains that he made this year. He could I mean, just yeah, sell a vape I, and take off the entire tax loss harvesting, considering how down bad he is. I do, I do like the the guess that it comes out around five ETH out of the gate, just psychological number. That makes a lot of sense are to we, me. Are we sure we're minting one NFT though? Right, it says mint what you gather. Uh, I don't know. There's going to be some sort of like different dynamic to this. So, yeah. yeah so that's why it's ten ETH. Maybe depending on the fragments you get, it influences um, the mint. But yeah, it'll be exciting to see see how much it comes out of the the gate at. But but yeah, Yuga Labs is dealing with a ever uh, largely growing uh, collection size. Right, they got the 100k other deeds. They got 10k word apes, 10k mutants, 10k dogs. What else am I missing? 200,000 other sideland. Then they got this coming out. Then they got me bits, punks. It's getting up there, but hey, they're the biggest company uh, on the NFT planet. So uh, if anyone can juggle those amount of children, um, it is them. They have a, a couple very well paid out pairs to take care of their children. <laughs> and it's uh, au pairs. You said, did you say like, owl really pairs? Wrong. Said au pairs. Okay. He said owl pairs, like O W, but it's because he's seeing the A U. Uh, it also should be mentioned. It's unconfirmed whether a hundred thousand additional other deed lands are going to hit. Uh, the market that's not confirmed at this point. They could have pivoted. I also want to throw to Soul Lizard. So Soul Lizard's on stage. He says he's got his hand raised. He's saying, "I am following NFT projects, not opportunistic." Um, I think there's a gr grammatical issue there, Soul Lizard. Just FYI in the bio. Then he said, "Someone who wants to develop the Solana ecosystem, he's a blockchain developer." So a little bit of a, it's a combination of first person and third person. You don't see that every day. People usually commit to one or the other. They either say like, you know. Uh, I'm going to do it, or they say, like, P.O.'s going to do it, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I also actually got in trouble in English class. I got some bad grades because of, of switching from first to third person too much. You're not supposed to do that. You're definitely not supposed to do that. And you actually have the same profile picture collection as a popular a Solana influencer as well, which is interesting. You have your hand raised. What's going on? Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, in the beginning of the uh, when I'm coming in the Solana ecosystem, I start following some project. After that, uh, we start a, a little team, and uh, with this team, we start uh, imp improvise. I says to about are you just shilling a project? Are you, are you shilling, buddy? No, 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 no. I'm just talking about myself. We have just, uh, like you said before, I'm a developer. We start the developer team. I'm just mentioning about that. I Actually, I was going to ask you a question about all the audience. Like, Solana is going through some serious changes right now, I think. And the project that will survive uh, this uh, period will be the pioneers in the Solanas, I think. Uh, what you guys think about uh, what should the Solana goes in the next uh, next year? I don't know that I fully understood that question. Easy, do you know? Where is Solana going next the year, Solana right? Price goes next year? Is that the question? What do you think, Easy? Oh, uh, man. I think we see $8 first, and then I think we're going to trend back up towards like... I 400 hope, Fuck no. <laughs> 15 to 17 hopefully. Uh, dude, I keep saying, like, if we get back into the 30 to 40 range, I'll feel incredible. That's I like, think the biggest thing that they got to do in 2023 is like strongly distance themselves 
from any relation to FTX. They got to hire a PR yeah. guy or girl, yeah. PR person, because the news exactly. right now that people still say is the network goes down, which isn't true. And the TPS is exceptional. And yet you just don't have good public perception on it. And like you just yeah. hire, you pay an aggressive amount, get someone that's great at PR and just change the narrative. And then I think we'd end up getting more adoption from a lot of these same companies that Polygon's getting a hold of. Easy. I was going to say the question uh, he asked was more in line about the projects. Which ones will be the pioneers next year on Solana? Tyo Robotics is like where my bets are at the moment. Famous Fox Federation can, dude, Famous Fox Federation makes like 10 grand a day with their like different stuff. It's crazy. And then Tyo's doing a whole art revamp. They're pushing for the number one spot, obviously. Uh, SMBs, that's kind of like the punks of soul. There's, there's a handful that are all going to be gunning for this top spot. And I'm just kind of excited to see. I, honestly, I think a project that's not even out yet has a much higher chance too to kind of make a run for it. We're dropping some dogs. They definitely got a chance, you know? Oh, you already know. And in the NFT space, it always kind of feels like uh, a project that hasn't come out yet is, you know, a potential front runner for, you know, getting the most attention. And look, we'll dive into some other well, stuff here. Oh, go ahead, Nick. Real quick. Uh, so Easy is changing the name of his project. We're not going to say what it is, but post in the comments what you think he's switching the name to. Uh, it started as Bodega Buddies. So post your guess is what you think would actually just know that there's a dog involved with it and uh, it's Easy's project. So just post your comments. Someone's going to comment Bodega Baddies because that's what everybody <laughs> comments. And, and Nick, if somebody guesses it right, I think we got to give them a portal, right? Because oh, Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They need the free the free allowance right. spot. All right, it. legit, yo, le straight up legit. If you guess it right, I'm gonna respond to your comment and just say what's your wallet, and you can send the wallet, and we're gonna fire off the the portal. I'll respond with the transaction hash. Wait, you're giving um, a portal away? If, if they somebody get the guesses it correct, the rebrand. Okay, if they get the okay, interesting. The actual legit name, ladies and gentlemen. What is the actual legit name? of the renamed Bodega Buddies, the final name. It's decided. It's done. It's it's in the books. We've already gotten like the ENS and shit, I think. All that stuff. Once One person got close. Whoa. Oh, I got to check the comments. Let's see. So we got a... So node, so node, node said Bodega Booties. I don't know about <laughs> that. Node, what, what, your mind's in the gutter, man. Maybe. Good morning. I just, you know... It's uh, it's been a long week, uh, and here I am trying to be a little clever. And it, yeah, it maybe maybe it was just envisioning Nick on the toilet. That may have been what where that kind of uh, wordage came from. So my apologies. I'll try and clean it up for next time. I think Are all of us always envision me on the toilet. Like that's clearly a uh, uh, easy well, we added went, a bear we brick to Jimmy, his background we there. Jimmy the ape on the toilet and then you talk about yourself on the toilet you know and now here we are so Nick do you like my bear brick uh not it's really the, who the is leading that individual who rugs Solana it's Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> that's Shaq yeah why are his ears like? clear because Shaq doesn't have bunny ears or bear ears <laughs> Buy my, NFT, buy my NFT, everybody. Buy my, buy my NFT, buy the Astros. Buy uh, I got it. another one coming, too. I got Muttley the dog, which may be uh, past some people's age. You know, I'm excited for that one. We're getting a flood of uh, of guesses here. Rondell said D-Gen dogs. Incorrect, Rondell. But, uh, you know, I like the effort. Um, salami potatoes buddies. That's a guess by CoinUpBTC. Signal one. says bodega boobies. 
Oh, whoa, oh, wait a minute. Because, because Node said bodega uh, booties, and then that made me think maybe he's a booty man, but maybe there's a booby man out there, and he's bodega boobies. Oh, my goodness. I did not know that everyone was going to get so foul-mouthed in these guesses. For Sam the says bodega. Easy's bitches. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's a play on the fact that uh, a female dog would be referred to, and excuse my language, ladies and gentlemen, I would not normally be saying this. Somebody said bitch. portal pups. But Pio, is that what kidding. you call your own dog? No. No, absolutely not. I call my dog I'm, a... I'm, I'm uh, with uh, doggy daycare. Doggy daycare. Uh, we got somebody got real close. Yeah, Ooh, don't say who it is. Uh, well, like within a couple letters, close. Whoa, don't don't Was say it who pepperoni it is. Pepperoni puppies. Uh, Damn, <laughs> buddy got it. <laughs> pepperoni puppies. puppies. That was one of um, the guesses. <laughs> Clanosaurs, popular NFT collection on Solana. Guess dog pound. I can't say. Look, I'm not going to say what it is, but I'll give one hint. The words oh, are smashed together. That's a big hint, hint, buddy. Pretty big hint. That's a big hint. Two words smashed together into one. Pretty big hint. <laughs> test tube Ted said Easy's estrogen eels. What, what's, <laughs> that, what's that about, test tube Ted? What the hell is that about? Come on now. Uh, we'll, we'll read a few more. I'm still not seeing it. Rocket Girl said Easy Dogs. Rondell said The Motley Crew. You, you, Camila Noguera said Bodega Puppies. Um, Swine said Good Dogs. Herbivore uh, said that that was a shit hint. Uh, no, it's not. That's a, it's not. It's a good hint. Gonna be honest with you. It's a shit hint. It's a good hint. Um, and that's a trigger. You just got rugged on uh, Twitter. I bathroom floor yesterday, so. Oh, well, I got, rugged, huh? I got rugged. I like that one. Somebody said smashed together. All one word. Pretty good guess. <laughs> they just took the hint and said it. Um, well, it's, no one's guessed easy. it yet. Please, please, for the love of God, don't do the thing where like you remove all the vowels. No, no, no. There's vowels. There's a, there's, I, there's. I like, have like problems like. Or like things. the V's and A and stuff. Yeah. Like, no, don't worry. Do it's, 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 there's, there's vowels. I think there's probably more vowels than actual like consonants. And, and Signal, can you add me back to the Good. show? I'm requesting if you see me, can you add me back? Um, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, before we uh, continue to dive in, we have a lot to talk about still. Gotta love when there's actual news in the NFT space. That's the best. Can we talk about this uh, this phone booth speculation that led to the Mutant Hound run-up, the Ape Scientist key run-up, and the Jenkins run-up? A thousand percent. Just uh, right before we run into that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, reminder that today's show is sponsored by the NFT marketplace to copy and specifically the crypto stamp art drop that is dropping onto copy. So, uh, you know, this is they've sponsored previous shows. Uh, they're sponsoring today's show, the Austrian Post and their crypto stamp art collection is the project, um, and it's with renowned digital artist Primal Cypher. So if you look at the tweet that's pinned to the top, if you watch that video and you look at that dope, dope, like blown up stamp there, you actually get that physical print. And that's a really dope physical print that you can uh, actually frame. It comes in the CSA, the Crypto Stamp Art Mix Mystery Box, okay? And basically Primal Cypher reinterpreted 
the rarest stamp in Europe, the Red Mercury. And he added his own unique style and flair to that iconic piece of postal history. And if you know anything about traditional collectibles, you know that collecting stamps is actually one of the bigger sectors in traditional collectibles. So you can get more info at tacopy.com or on their Twitter account. It's pinned to the top. Again, the drop's available until December 31st, so the day after tomorrow. And after that, all remaining stamps are going to be burned, okay? So they're not going to be around anymore. So reminder, today's show is sponsored by the CSA Mystery Box, by the Crypto Stamp Art Collection, on to copy. The artist is Primal Cypher. It's definitely some really dope artwork if you take a look. Um, and there's a little bit of, uh, of chance involved because it's a mystery box. Um, so definitely check out the tweet that's pinned to the top. Yeah, check out that video. It. Someone guessed it? Mm-hmm. Someone not on Twitter. Hey, uh, uh, Pio, do you know what the rarest stamp is in Antarctica? No, I don't, Nick. Uh, Take a guess. The polar stamp. There isn't one because they don't have a post office there. Back to you. (laughs) That was awesome, Nick. Thank you for that. Um, So we got a correct guess, but we got it on YouTube. How easy? Yeah. Yeah. Well... Well, can what do you they, make they of can, that? They can still get it, right? Yeah, they can get it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take while Nick, uh, Easy discusses this thing. I'm gonna uh, get the winner on YouTube, uh, the portal. So we get we got to get that address. We, we can do oh. it at the end. Do you know his name? Uh, we can probably find him also on Twitter. All right, sounds or, good. We'll or or just post post your Twitter. Well, actually, uh, we can't say that because then the answer is known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. Do that. We'll get in touch with the person that won, and we'll get okay. Him so the theory though. Yeah. Captain Trippy posted yesterday uh, the phone booth in Miami, and on it is three stickers for Mutant Cartel, Jenkins of LA, and those Primate Society key cards. There's been a ton of speculation on the three. We saw Bored and Dangerous run yesterday from 0.12 all the way up to currently 0.32. I bought five of them myself, so I've been slowly scaling out here because I don't think these go much higher because there's massive supply. But I also think that this is just way too much hype and speculation. And as I was looking into it last night, I was like, what am I doing chasing this? Because those ape key cards are now like one and a half ETH because of the fact people are like looking at the fact that the name says key and that's the key. But we all know that that's not the key. The key's in Jimmy's yeah. bar. You know, I just love these theories where it's like this five billion dollar company is just gonna pump buy a bunch a of fan art, bro. Project to the moon, dude. <laughs> like Frisk called the the mutant hounds fan art, and I love that saying because it's like it kind of is. Because like, what's gonna stop Yuga from just dropping their own mutants and generating revenue? You know what I mean? Like, I understand that Lior, the person behind Mutant Cartel, his company invested in the Yuga seed round, so like theoretically they wouldn't drop mutant hounds, but like they could if they wanted to. And I just don't see them acquiring them. And then everyone makes the argument that 10KTF got acquired. So, like, theoretically, they could. But, like, 10KTF had people. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little bit different when it comes to... And I think it also, like, integrated into their, like, storytelling strategy. And they had extremely high production value videos. Yeah, but the thing about those videos, they were high production value... And the 10KTF audience absolutely loved them. But it's not like the broader NFT market was like, yo, I can't wait till the next 10KTF video comes out, you know? Press was saying something about this other project, uh, which is it's more than a key card. The team is Fragment.xyz and they own six of the megas and have done several IRL activations with uh, Basie. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't mind like the... the 
like the strategic play of like aligning yourself with the biggest company in the space. It's it's pretty smart. Is is mutant hound collars related to applied primate scientist keycard? Are they the same teams no, or they're different? Teams, different right? teams. Applied Primate okay. Science Club did that partnership with Jenkins, which is still separate, but there's just a speculation because that phone booth had all three. Um yeah. and that's like where the speculation is coming from. But then it's also the fact that Lior holds one of the mega mutants and that his company invested heavy in the Yuga in the Yuga round. So on top of yeah, that, they, I mean, they got to get that money back somehow, right? Yeah. Um, it is, uh, it is the is the phone booth. Was that made by Yuga Labs? We don't know. No, yeah. it wasn't. Okay. Interesting. Oh, oh, yeah. actually, sorry. No, sorry. I, I, there, there was the applied primate that was on there. On it, yeah, yeah. Those were not made. To, like, we don't know out, if the like, phone booth was. Ma- it was just a phone booth was in Miami, and during Basel. There was like some tease to go find this thing, and it had those three stickers done. Yeah, because like if it was like officially made by Yuga Labs, and those stickers were not just placed on them, they're like part of an integration. Then that would definitely be more bullish. Uh, but it is funny. Donnie Wrinkle said it's funny how random uh, fan art pumps, but Yuga confirms it bought 10 KTF, and that and that project doesn't pump. Uh, so it's like if you're pumping projects based on ac- uh, acquisition potential, and then the companies that actually get acquired. You know, don't do a three x after the acquisition. It's a, it, it's probably a rumor mill. But either way, I mean, hell of a trade for mutant hound collars. Uh, you could have gotten those at point three. That's a five x in a couple of weeks. That's a, that's a really big play. So anyone that took that is very, very smart. Much smarter than me. Just saying, there's a couple people up here who said I'm not going to click a couple buttons because it's only a point oh five gain. Just saying when I said, hey, you two bozos can go mint one for 0.25. I don't buy fan art. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it it would have been smarter to buy it than not, but it was. Fa- it is fan art. Uh, we'll have to see. The thing is, is people do want a like mutant dog more than they want a 10 KTF backpack. And I was thinking about what Spencer said. It's so interesting how the 10 KTF ecosystem has been operating. And it's been always fascinating to see how the market has responded to it. It's never been a fastball down the middle, so to speak. And I believe the all-time high on the floor was 1.5 ETH. After all this time with Gaio Siri involved, with people involved, the market was never really all that deeply interested. Obviously, the audience, the the community of holders of 10KTF is among the most passionate, but that's just flat out not that many human beings when you really think about it. There aren't that many unique holders. And as a result, it doesn't bleed into the broader market. Um, And then, yeah, I think also the state of the market when the uh, collection was acquired by Yuga Labs was, um, you know, it was a really lousy time in the market. It just flat out was. Like the market conditions right now are infinitely stronger, quite frankly, because of, uh, I mean, you just look at what's going on in the market. We're in our little Santa route. So right now it's way more interesting. So I'm not surprised that mutant hound collars could pump now. I would argue if they came out the same day as the 10KTF acquisition, they'd still probably do better in terms of a pump than 10KTF. But I, I don't know if it would be as uh, robust of a pump as it is right now. Um, well, oh, go ahead, Nick. You know what's also part of the Santa rally? What? Uh, your favorite stock kicks, a shift for payments. Shift four payments is up at Sauna 55. Alpha, never paid Sauna Alpha, man. Dude, uh, for those who aren't aware, on the Twitter show, we had discussed it uh, on a YouTube show. Um, uh, Kix was in the sauna with somebody, 
And the person literally was like, yo, I got a stock pick for you. They're just chilling in the sauna. Question, how long were you in the sauna with that guy? Uh, he was actually like said he was about to pass out. Like he was so totally <laughs> hard. You're in there for like 25 minutes because we went through his whole crypto story. Like this guy uh, like had 120K in it, like, you know, two years ago. <laughs> Went up to $1.2 million. He like rode Matic up to a 5X, rolled it into Anchor, like almost 2X that, um, and just like didn't sell at the top. And is like all the way, you know, like back. He's still, up, he's at like 250K. So he's like up a 2X, but like missed like the whole rally. But he was like, yeah, my like really smart financial friend who like owns like a multi million dollar house that's like all paid off had told me to sell in November and I didn't listen to him. And he said, this guy, this guy's pick is is four shift shift payments shift four payments like, the ticker is f-o-u-r just to be clear How much is that up since we, we uh since it, we talked about it it's up like substantially 50%. or at least 10 percent, if not more i think it could have been down at 45 when you when you called it which would actually make it up uh significantly more like over 20 percent <laughs> I don't even know what this business is, to be completely honest. I didn't buy it. I don't know either, dude. <laughs> Did you actually it buy does it? Some sort of like, it does like payments, my understanding, for like restaurants and like ho- hotels and stuff, I think. So it's like software for... So those, it's like a SaaS companies. product. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyways. Market cap, $4 million, You know, it's growing. Did, so, you, you, did know. you close your dick's short position? Uh, no, I'm, uh, that's, been, that's been painful. Um, did not. Uh, Dick's holding up very, very strong. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> this, this, is, <laughs> this was so uh, for the, this is another one wow. for those that weren't aware. We discussed this nice. on YouTube. Uh, Kicks comes on one day, YouTube, and it's like, uh, guys, I'm heavy short Dick Sporting. <laughs> <laughs> and and I believe, if I recall correctly, Nick, you can correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. The, no. the key core thesis was nobody's buying canoe canoe <laughs> paddles right now. Well, yeah, because it experienced a boom. A lot of the outdoor uh, stocks experienced a boom as a result of COVID because people couldn't, uh, people wanted to get out. Uh, but nature was the only way to do it. So everyone said, oh, I'll go get into canoes and stuff. Anywho, uh, it turns out that uh, I, I then, when we were on the show, went and looked at it, and I was like, I don't know, this is priced pretty competitively. Like, it's pretty strong fundamental. So yeah, that, you know that that's looking like an L right now. You know, down a down at least a stack on that, but um, made a good little trade on uh, Tesla, help helping offset the pain a little bit. I, what um, did I say on Tesla? My call was a hundred. I'll buy it under a hundred. That was my target price. We got to like 108. We're seeing a little yeah, run right now, right. but I wouldn't be surprised if we get back down there. I'm interested sub $100. Anyways, what, this is like uh, shifted completely, completely. Okay. The only, the only context that-, that we could provide is we are out having a Santa rally and NFTs, but um, you know, we, I think we've had a lot of tax loss selling that's been putting pressure on uh, equities. It'd be interesting to see if like when we roll over into January, uh, if there's a little bit of a run there. Also, I, I always butcher his name. It's like Roshan, Roshanita Capital. Rosanante Capital. Ro- Rosanante Capital. He's always been posting about the fractals comparing this to either 2008 or 2001. And uh, the the fractal shows that like we have like another 10% dump in NASDAQ. And then we have like a massive 50% rally in 2023. And then, and then like the big roll off to... 
you know, the, the low of the bear market would happen like late 2023 or early 2024. So there is a, and, and that happens in anything. I mean, if you look at NFTs, right? Like uh, Board Ape Yacht Club went all the way down to what, 50, 50 ETH, right? Now it's back up to 80. Like there's still a lot of money to be made in bear markets if you let, you know, wait for something to, you know, bleed out and then there there can be big rallies off the lows. Buying apes was one of the best trades you could have made basically during that uh, dump. That was that was one of the hands down. One of the best, Nick? Why, why do you say that? Is the singular best. It has to be. What, what outperformed? Oh, you're not talking about the dump when board apes came out. I'm saying there's been plenty of 100, 200, 300% gain, gainers that exist, including pudgy penguins. That turned out to be oh, actually the same, maybe the single best trade would have been to buy pudgy's sub one ETH. That would have been the, the best over the past year. Maybe well, there's some other sappy seals at point two. You could have bought okay. MFers when they minted. MFers are up like 22,000% for mint. Like, I think they were the best return. But that was last, last that was last year. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but I basically need the cute meta. Dude, even the pudgy penguins at uh, the little pudgies at 0.23, if you bought those at Basel, you made a two and a half X. Yeah. If there's if there's a Who lesson here, if there's a lesson here, buying NFTs uh after a big uh like scare event seems to seems to work out uh quite well. So uh FTX crash is what created that 50th opportunity for apes. The last time they had a massive rally after a crash was when uh, Mr. Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine back in late February. Uh, all NFTs puked off because people were like, if we go into World War III, these probably aren't too valuable. And they rallied from 70 to their all-time highs of 140 in May. So buy the FUD um, is apparently the play. Not so r- real quick, uh, Blate says, should we be long dicks? And I was going to say, uh, Kix is more of a short dicks kind of person, but... You know, it depends, uh, like, to each their own. Uh, my position, I would probably be more toward the long side uh, is where I would be headed at this moment. But, I mean, uh, I, I actually don't have a position in it uh, at this moment in time. Um, what were we going to say, Pio? What I was going to say is, like, that, what Kix just said sounds like famous last words. Whenever there's a major financial issue, go ahead and ape NFTs. I'm sure next time we do start World War III, you should buy a lot of overweight giraffes with sunglass pictures. And that's going to be a super, super sound investment. Yeah, the play will be, like, when Credit Suisse goes bankrupt, uh, like, in March 2023, uh, buy, buy the dip. Does anybody know, uh, or Easy, have you been watching the uh, shitcoin trade that Jux has been uh, placing? Uh, he went with the Solana dog. Uh, Bonk. What is it called? Bonk. B-O-N-K. Bonk. B-O-N-K. Are you exposed to that? He, this has been Dude, like... It was a free airdrop. It was a free airdrop to any, basically anybody who was holding like sole blue chips. I got 4 billion Bonk airdrop to me across wallets. Wait, so did I, I get have- some because I have tubes? Oh uh, yeah, I would check your wallet. You probably got like half a million, or half a billion. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like a nine hundred trillion supply. It's the funniest thing in the world. Uh, but it pumped last night like two hundred percent. Um, that in this, there's also this other altcoin that Witters has been all over called High Fluff, and it's on the back of High Doodles. So this fractionalized token thing lets you deposit your NFT and get these High tokens of the underlying asset. And she aped High Fluff yesterday. Uh, she talked about it on my 8 a.m. space and then today pulled up and said, yeah, high fluff is up 730%. And I looked at the chart and it's up 730%. Yeah, 
So altcoin season's ripping right now. That bonk play is like deflationary um, as well. So like it's the sole meme coin meta right now. We saw this same type of run almost to the day last year with Solana altcoins. Well, uh, th that's the uh, coin situation. And we got a little stock insight there. Clemente's on stage. Clemente, how's your week off going there, buddy? Your audio is not coming through. Clearly, his, he's enjoying the week off to a large degree because uh, his audio, he just gave the thumbs down. Um, just speaking to the phone. Unplug the just mic. Speak into the, just don't, speak into don't, the phone. Don't use a pro phone. audio setup. Don't try and flex on people, bro. <laughs> Can't hear him. Well, that's unfortunate. Look Clem at this picture that Clemente, Clemente posted. Clemente is a co-host of, uh, what's the name? The, the, the Daily, Daily Dose. Dose. It implies imp implicit drug use, really. Daily Dose. Get your Daily Dose of, of crack cocaine. Am I right, Clemente? Is that not the root of the title, Daily Dose? Well, his mic's not working, but if I were him, I'd say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's run with that narrative, everybody. Uh, if you're interested to a heavy drug use show, uh, <laughs> Daily Dose is the one you want to tune into. Um, Plays up 420. We, <laughs> no, but much harder drugs than that. We just, yeah, dude, more aggressive. So this is, uh, wow, Clemente, a three person. Uh, they're, they're, jet uh, skiing. Uh, jet skiing. really hard. I'm impressed. You uh, that she's able to stay up on top like that. I didn't realize that was a video. I only saw the image of it, but like, so they're like pro jet skiers. What water skiers? Water skiers. Yeah, water That's, skiers. Sorry, jet skiers. we both said it wrong. Um, so we got a drug doing uh, water skier. That's pretty cool. Daily dose. You know, get your daily dose, and then and then uh, you know, <laughs> go intoxicated water skiing. No, and then kidding. boof it, boof, <laughs> uh, boof that blow, as uh, Lo Swayze is saying. No, we, I would love to hear from Clemente, but it seems that he's rugged. He always has fantastic insight um, and is obviously doing some big things over there with the he Daily left, Dose. And now squad. he's coming back. So I'm he's wondering. Back, if that, baby. I wonder if that solved it. Clemente, can we hear you? Nope. Still rugged. Well, there we are. We also got some other people on stage a fellow VR ape uh, with an angel hat on. O021AWSB. Uh, What's going on? Welcome to the show. Uh, it, you know, what is the speaker situation here, guys? Clemente, can you talk now? Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, yeah. we can hear you. There we go. Let's go. So I went, went back in the house. Sorry for the, the lack of professionalism there. Um, yeah, well, I wanted to ring this past you guys because I, one of the things I've been, we've been seeing pumping recently is it's been very content-focused founders. You look at Frank, you look at Luca, you look at uh, Wob and uh, Mando and OSF, right? Those are the main collections that are seeing a massive uh, uptick in volume. And I think the reason is like, these guys are always on, on space, is always on Twitter, um, compared to the, like Kevin Roses, right? Who are more in the background building products and are building a little bit more quote unquote on, in private. The only thing I'm thinking about now is like for 2023 is the move to go to these product driven teams or is it going to continue to be these content-driven uh, founders that are building more in public? I'm just trying to figure out, hey, is this trend going to continue? And should we continue to bet on these teams? Or should we then take the flip side on these quote-unquote undervalued product-driven teams instead? Great question. If we were talking about real-life companies that say products are important, but in the digital landscape, they're actually bearish because then you can attach 
a quantifiable value right. to the project. So, uh, half joking. Uh, classic. Uh, well, we, we're obviously heavily biased here because uh, we're invested on the content side. What I would say is incredibly bullish is that we see more people rolling over to the content side uh, within the NFT space. Um, jokes on them, though. No one gives a shit about NFTs. So it's hilarious that they decided right now in the bottom of the bear to start talking about NFTs. Good luck growing an audience now. Uh, but I think, uh, <laughs> I think it actually depends on what is the product that they're building, right? Because that makes a big difference. So like, if it's an NFT project that's building like a software as a service project, even if that project is or that product is dope, I, I don't see the connection between that and the NFT project necessarily, right? Versus versus some other things that people are developing. If there's you know strong synergies with like the NFT project that you're buying, then I think you know when those things actually get you know delivered and shipped, you, you'd have to think that people start getting excited about that. Well, there we go. <laughs> I was like looking at Nick. I was like, "Is he gonna have a comment?" No, I don't. I don't okay, have. Any, I don't have anything to add to it. Signalizer hand raise. What's going on? How say? would I know that you were looking at me? I, I, I have no idea. I'm always looking at you, buddy. Okay. Um, yeah, Clemente, that's a really good question. I think. Um, I think like each each of these uh, Web three businesses need to lean into what they do best. Um, and with the examples that you brought of of someone like Luca and uh, Frank, the, you know them leaning into being on socials a lot, doing the memeness a lot, and just having that sort of um, ultra transparency that really works from, works for them. I think when you see leaders try to replicate another project style, and we've seen this before, the community feel it. And it and it, it, it like it feels very inauthentic, and people don't like it. And you normally end up with a sort of fud reaction to it. I would say when you look at uh, communities like uh, Proof, um, I think 2023 is going to be a very, very interesting year for, for them. They have some key things happening on their roadmap, which should act if correctly done as inflection points and bring them momentum. So I would say um, it's not about necessarily does a specific leader lean into the current meta of what is working, but more like is what they're doing working for their community and can they leverage what's going to happen on their roadmap in 2023? I think proof is um, looking undervalued right now. Let's just say that. Is there any bag bias in that sentiment? Um, I had a conversation with uh, <laughs> AKA Stevie, their head of community, and she really changed things for me. Like I just heard stuff coming from her where I was like, oh, actually, I mean, it's all public information. What she told me, she didn't tell me anything which she couldn't disclose. But I was like, I didn't think of proof and moonbirds in that way. Um, oh, she told me um, one thing, though. Sorry, how could I forget this? Apparently, Taylor Swift is play playing at their conference because she was so annoyed at Ticketmaster. There was someone else. I saw like a podcast <laughs> clip. Uh, okay, I didn't, I didn't realize that was a joke. My well, uh, but I saw a clip this morning on uh, TikTok because I was, uh, well, we won't get into my sleep habits over the past uh, 24 hours, but the um, Taylor Swift, some uh, podcast host was like, yeah, I paid $50,000 to go to, I, I saved up for a car and instead I got a ticket to Taylor Swift's concert. She paid $50,000 to go to a Taylor Swift concert. That was the most absurd thing that I've ever right. seen. Well, here's Single the thing is that cars are a depreciating asset and that experience Memories is going to appreciate bro. over time. Yeah. 
single evening experience. Um, you know, I mean, the thing, the thing about proof, like if I was going to weigh in on it quickly, then we'll throw it to Trevor and then we'll wrap is whether or not proof and Kevin Rose execute at a high level, their vision, build great products, do phenomenal things, have an incredible conference, all these things that could go incredibly well. That doesn't necessarily mean that number goes up on the NFTs. Like there, there's still questions about that. And the other thing is when we were talking about pudgy penguins yesterday and how there isn't really any baggage with pudgy penguins, you've basically been seeing a year-long consolidation. Crypto Kaleo pointed it out. He was charting pudgy penguins when he came on our show. A year-long uh, consolidation primed for a breakout. And the only you know baggage was before Luca Nets purchased the collection but as soon as he purchased collection, that's a fresh start. It's literally a new person, a person that was not yeah. involved before. And he came in and totally. then th think about proof. Proof ran up to 40 ETH at 3K. 3K ETH, 40, uh, 40 ETH. That's 120,000 bucks a moonbird. And now it's like nine grand or, or however much it is, 10 grand, 11 grand. Yeah, that's I, a lot I of baggage. I put out a tweet basically calling Pudgy Penguins a new project. And people are like, actually, it's like been around since... July of last year, I'm like, yeah, I'm well aware of that. I've been in been in the space since then. But exactly what you're saying, Pio, it's like an old community. But when Luca took it over, it's essentially like a new fresh start on a project, and they they don't he doesn't really have to carry the baggage uh, of the previous stuff. So, dude, Crypto Kaleo charting NFTs, and gosh, dang, that works. Um, it, it actually works. Like, it, it's very interesting because we think that like NFTs are such a human to human trading thing, right? That there isn't like math and patterns behind it. But like, if you look at some of these charts, there's like clear patterns behind it. I pulled up Ranga like three days ago and I'm like, this is bullish consolidation at 1.2. And sure enough to, you know, overnight it pumps up to 1.7. So you can chart trade these NFTs. That is Nick? true. The thing I was going to say, that Taylor Swift ticket situation just makes me think of like, if you, if, if it, there's not a more bullish case for NFTs uh, than Taylor Swift tickets costing 50 grand, I, I don't know what's a better argument for it. Like, I, it just seems like inevitably, if you got an NFT as a result of that, that you could sell that has some intrinsic value to it, uh, and the fact that you end up getting people are willing to pay that much to just go once, like, is everyone going to watch the 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 vlogs that all of the influencers do at those? Uh, you know, at those events. And what is going to be the policy on what you can publish and record? There's like all sorts of limitations. It just feels like it makes uh, more sense um, to, uh, yeah, that or NFTs just make a ton of sense in that space. You said you wanted to throw to, uh, who was it? Did I think the person put their hand, okay, Trevor, but Clemente threw his hand up. Clemente, we'll go to you and then we'll go to Trevor and wrap. Yeah, real quick on that couple things the first thing is uh on that taylor swift piece literally the, the only time i've been able to explain nfts as in a way where people get super excited about it recently has been like with the taylor swift metaphor is like hey all these spotify raps that are coming out where you're like hey you are a top one percent listener of x artist i was like imagine if you get a digital collectible as a result of that and with that digital collectible you get access to pre-sale tickets. You get access to exclusive access to these super fans, um, to these artists in a community that can be surrounded around that. Um, 
they were like, damn, that sounds freaking amazing because it like essentially just rewards your consumption, right? And then Taylor Swift can then sell her tickets to her super fans and reward them for being her biggest fans. So just really quick on that. That's what has gotten people super excited about NFTs in a way that I've never been able to get them to before. And the second thing is Signal, I wanted to follow up as far as the content side of it. The only downside of Moonbirds that I can think of right now is that they don't do enough to expand their audience to put themselves out there further than their current base community. That's what Luca does super well. And like one of the things that I was thinking about is like, hey, what would I do if I was in Kevin Rose's shoes? What I would do is I would actually try to put, like I think they have one of the best entrepreneurial minded communities out there. What I would do if I was Kevin Rose, I would put out content every single day on entrepreneurial things like, hey, this is my experience. Here's a one hour video of me going over how I started Digs or whatever his company was called and how I like how you create company ideas, how you build teams, all these different things, put it out for free, brand it as proof and slowly build your your funnel, your community outside of the, the NFT. Yo, yo, Clemente, we're, this isn't a Kevin Rose consulting show, okay? Like the amount of advice that an alpha that you're giving for <laughs> Kevin Rose right now is a little bit excessive and I'd appreciate if you like kept that private or try and charge him well, for it. Also, like, would, would you include would you consider Moonbirds as the mutant of that ecosystem instead of the board ape? Because I think that's where sometimes like I have to like reframe it. Because I just think like moon Moonbirds are like the board ape sometimes, but in reality, Moonbirds was like a drop to proof holders. You know what I mean? And so like they still have to deliver stuff to proof and like Moonbirds. Like I feel like Moonbirds price would be a lot higher if like ever. What'd you say? And oddities. And oddities. Um, exactly. Well, I think we're going to wrap it there. Uh, this has been a phenomenal show. Shout out to myself and, uh, everyone else who was a contributor, uh, really enjoyed it. Um, if you're uh, watching online, remember to uh, like, and subscribe. And if you're on Twitter, yo, how are you not following the people on stage? Do yourself a service. More importantly, if you want some free NFTs that are on their way tomorrow, uh, go to the nifty.com. Free NFTs or, or POAPs or both? We're doing both tomorrow. T We're just giving away money. You want to know how sustainable this business model is? <laughs> well, right now it's not. So uh, <laughs> check it out. At, uh, take advantage of our stupidity. T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com. There's not like that many people on the list. I mean, NFT God's even a bigger deal than us right now on the uh, newsletter side. Don't worry, we're coming from, for him. He even owes two portals uh, to people who sign up. We haven't done that yet. And that was supposed to happen in December. So how's that going to go down? Um, anyways, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com. Thanks everybody for uh, joining today. And uh, we'll see you on the show tomorrow. Have a good one.